You know, I bring all this up because one of the characters in the movie we're about to watch looks like a testicle. Hi, I'm Josh. I'm an analyst here in Nashville. And, uh... Pay that man his money. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, yeah, he is in this movie. From the yeah. Blood Bank. Right. <laughs> I'm Rick Fox. I am an author here in Nashville. And um, uh, you uh, picked it. I know. I don't, I've never seen it, though. Um, and I don't have my phone to look up a quote. You uh, have a phone right there. I, it's closed. <laughs> why didn't you say so? Why did I hand it to you? Rick, <laughs> there are two main words in the title. You can just say anything regarding one of those two. Hi, or just, right, hi, you're right. Rick, and you don't have balls anymore. All right. Hi, I'm Rick. I'm an author here in Nashville, and Godspeed, Spider-Man. Sure. <laughs> I'm Brian. I'm an illustrator here in Nashville, and I'm one of the two people at this table that still has a wide connection. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Caleb. I'm an analyst here in Nashville. And bleh. Bleh. <laughs> we're opinionated. We got to do that one again. That's yeah, the worst we're opinionated. Why did you start so fast? <laughs> and we're. <laughs> no. What? What's no. your problem with that one? You can't just be like, I just been. You're like, weep. Like, How about we do it in reverse? It starts high and it goes low. <laughs> oh, you're Caleb. And we're opinionated. And tonight we're watching Shadow of the Vampire. Shadow of the Vampire came out in 2000 and has an 81 on Rotten Tomatoes. It was written by Stephen Katz and directed by E. Elias Mahij. And it stars John Malkovich, Willem Dafoe, Udo Kier, Carrie Elwes, and many others. The filming of 1922 film Nosferatu is hampered by the fact that its star, Max Schreck, is taking the role of vampire far more seriously than seems humanly possible. Curse you, Shrek, for not taking this seriously. <laughs> no, so taking what, it too seriously. So what you're saying say. is that this is actually Morbius. Y- A yes. little bit, yeah. It's it, As my understanding of this is, so it's based on the actual movie Nosferatu, which was made in the 1920s. Sure. And the premise of the movie is, what if the guy that they got to play the vampire was just actually a vampire? Hmm. You think he that was like coincidental like he just happened to get scouting he's like maybe i'll still do it. or did he seek out a vampire role but he's like no one's gonna be able to do this role better than me i think that he accidentally actually hired a vampire that's my that's my guess in i don't know 100 yes. you're not saying that like in the filming of nosferatu no yeah actually like, maybe, this maybe. is a documentary josh oh, this is based oh, on actual facts yes. yeah <laughs> no they just actually got willem dafoe who is actually a vampire and they just said hey you know what let's just do this Way. You think Willem Dafoe's vampire? He doesn't feel. He seems like some other kind of monster, but I've never thought vampire for me. <laughs> I could see vampire. I mean, obviously because of this movie, but I could see him being. Vampire. I feel like Christian Bale is more vampire than him. Mm. He does have a lot of control over his body in really weird ways. So that I think fits. that Willem Dafoe has a face that looks good when it's biting things. <laughs> That's I think fair. Willem Dafoe is a goblin. He looks like the Babadook. He does kind of look like the Bob. No, the Babadook I feel like is more round. Yeah, but he's all teeth. Okay, okay, I can this see it. It depends on the vampire. Like Christian Bale would be the Please emotionless sort, whereas Defoe just has that He's menacing smile. He's closer to smile. Dracula, yeah. Right, yeah. The yeah. charm. Well, um, uh, what's your preference on how invisible they are in mirrors? Like, do you like it when their clothes still show? Do you I like, like their it when... clothes to still show. Okay. Like, if they just don't show at all, that's kind of weird to me in that it doesn't make sense. Like, their clothes aren't a part of them. They, right. So it should... It, yeah, but it's magic. It is magic, but the magic is usually like, I have become this horrifying monster thing. Also, it does my clothes nice. <laughs> like, yeah. that's, that's just like, odd to me. I don't, know, I don't know if this has ever been done, but I think it'd be neat if it was like, the clothes 
are still visible until they become tainted by the sin of the vampire. Yeah. So like, mm, so like once the vampire is wearing it and kills someone and feeds off of them, Ooh. then those they clothes... They, like, Marty mm. McFly and become mm. a little more translucent, a little more translucent. That'd be interesting, yeah. yeah. Like, they slowly fade out. I just want to see one where, like, if you're wearing makeup, the makeup still shows up. Oh, that's that, I was that feels very, thing. like, Invisible Man. Yeah, that would yeah. be, right? be cool where, like, on it. He's wearing bandages and, and sunglasses, and, oh, you can see him in the mirror kind yeah. of thing. If, that would be... if he's feeding while he's in a mirror, can you see the blood go into his, like, tooth veins and then slowly disappear? Like, what do you think? Mm, that'd be interesting. Like that I, scene from like, Pirates of the Caribbean. I Wait, would, are you, I would want do you get... think, you mentioned tooth veins. Do you think yes. that vampire teeth sound like yes. little holes that suck? Yes. Sometimes they do. Sometimes they don't, but I, th- I feel like... I've never thought of vampires I've always thought of them I, as like reverse I, snakes. Like instead of venom coming out, blood goes in. Oh, mm. no. I've always thought of it as just vampires have big teeth to make like... A good hole to get the blood. A good hole to yeah. drink it with their mouth. I, I think, think it, they do also drink it with... I just feel like some vampires have... I like, Sucky teeth. I like Brian's idea of it because, like, you've always got the like the two little puncture wounds on the neck, and I feel like it would be make more sense for them. Right. Like, if no a vampire is otherwise. biting you yeah. and having to like then get his mouth around what's coming out of that, I feel like it would require him to like bite more. Like, so yeah. you'd end up with and a whole bunch see of more them. teeth. You'd have a parts. hickey too, right? But if there's just the wasn't two, the idea see... that it's like a bat, like a vampire bat, where like they bite and, and then, then lick they it up. and yeah. then they like lick it up off probably, of the wound that, that they probably inflicted. also been done. Yeah, yes. But I like the idea. I like Brian's idea. It's a cool one. I have not seen that one done before. I assume that was, like, the standard for a while. I know it's not always there, but I just always assume that was, like, mm. vampires have little holes in their teeth. How much <laughs> garlic do you think you got to eat before your blood tastes bad to a vampire? Uh, the amount that Robin eats whenever she gets her garlic pizza. Because it's like there's two entire cloves of roasted garlic on that's that That's delicious. It's, yes, it that's it is a tasty pizza. Garlic. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm it's saying... also really good for you. I'm just imagining, like, a smoothie that just <laughs> garlic is just like three cups of <laughs> mushed up garlic. I'm pretty sure that's called tomb and it's a delicious dip, but I would never drink Gross. it like a smoothie. Like it, <laughs> right? it's like, that sounds horrible. I think it's like a Middle Eastern, like have it with pita bread or, or vegetables right. or something right. yeah. like that. Like you, Not go, like, type you go to the grocery store, you get one of those large containers of minced garlic. Yeah. And you just got to eat that one spoonful at a time. Delicious. Mm. How many crucifixes do you think you got to eat before your blood tastes like <laughs> <laughs> Probably All it right. depends on the quality of crucifix. It's true. <laughs> Type of How wood. fresh is it? Yeah. 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 All right, we're uh, we're running stalling. Out of, yeah, we're stalling. <laughs> I'm not. I mean, I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm enjoying the conversation. If I make like a li- like a bunch of tic tacs and carve them into crosses and then eat them. All right, since running water stops a vampire, how much Wait, water? Running do you have water to drink? stops yes, a vampire. Traditionally, some yeah. of them. Yeah, it's a. It's that's an that's an old what? old school. One. I prefer like they that. They can't one? just fly over it. No, no, they cannot go over running water. That's one of the unless they're their... in their coffin. Where's the range mm. though? Because are we talking about like aquifers will stop a vampire? No. I don't think so. I think it has to be natural, like a yeah, river. It has to be like at least a stream. It right, can't just but be if like that's from the case, rain. then couldn't they just walk over a bridge? Probably, yeah. Yes. Oh, you mean like can a vampire walk over a bridge? I yes. don't think so. I think that's one of the That's what I'm saying. Like, like they, how far under structure or ground does it have to be before? Because right. there's like underground waterways and shit. I don't think that counts. I think if unless it's, it's yeah. like But at a what point does it count? I think it has to be water on the surface that is going naturally. Yeah. Like it can't be like you have your sure, hose out and you're sure. spraying it on the ground. But it's I, I think it's like the But like the interstate goes over some rivers. If a they vampire, cannot take yeah, that. They, a could they could go underneath the water because they don't say anything about about, you can't cross under moving water, so I assume. And why does it have to be moving? Like, what if you just have a, a, a wide puddle 
Can they I, just not walk I, I over that? I don't know the, like, the... If you blow some ripples into it, they're stopped. It right. has to do with, like, I think what, like, moving water meant to be. Like, that's a thing of purity. Like, if water is still, it starts to get, like, foul yeah. and all that. And so running water is pure. And so that's why... Vampires are big into belief it. and megaphores and shit. Yeah. Oh, I can't come in unless you invite me. Yeah, exa- it's that kind of rule, yes. Well, I invite you all to come inside and watch this movie. <laughs> but before we do, uh, if you enjoy the podcast and want to help support us, check us out on Patreon. It's patreon.com slash opinionated. You get all all sorts of stuff, uh, including early access to all of our episodes. Uh, I'll try it this week. Uh, by the time that this episode comes out, the rest of Month of Spooks should be up there. Uh, maybe. What do you mean, maybe? Normally, it's... we've lost a lot of our backlog. <sighs> You and your having a baby. You and your, my having a baby didn't do shit. It was you and your moving. Lies. (laughs) Anyway, there will be extra episodes up. Uh, We always post stuff on the Patreon as soon as it's edited. So check it out. Again, patreon.com slash opinionated. Also, if you want to come hang out with us, shoot the shit, ask us questions, just hang out and share memes. uh, Check out our Discord. The link to that is in the description as well as in our Twitter bio. We'll be back in just a minute after we're finished watching Shadow of the Vampire. Roll camera. Iris in, begin. It's been a fitful night, but you wake refreshed. What is that beside you? It's a book about vampires. Nosferatu. Director F.W. Murnau had an obsession to create the world's most realistic vampire movie. Meet Count Orlok. The overture to our symphony of horrors. He dug up an actor. I'd like some makeup. Well, you don't get him. Who didn't just play the part. But you're not feeding. No, you're not drinking her blood. He lived it. What is the matter with you? Where did you find him, really? You're a gold to go. <laughs> is that the, the male equivalent? I don't know. I had to make one up on the fly. <laughs> I think that's just gold digger. Yeah. <laughs> You're a prospector, right? <laughs> <laughs> Former prospector. I already struck gold. Well, all right. <laughs> I don't think... Pro- do prospectors always stop once they hit struck the first gold? Is that usually enough to... Well, I mean, t- to be fair, they're typically done prospecting at that point, and now they're just mining. Yeah. Because right? uh, prospecting is the act of, like, finding going out mining. and testing different sites to find where you... Like, yeah, to but try and I find mean, it's like being gold. a doctor. You don't stop being a doctor when you, like play games you're still a doctor who plays games correct but these the are doctors aren't trying to find like patient zero that they're going to make their fortune off of but but also these are different professions which with different naming conventions you mean they don't overlap completely no surprisingly doctors what? doctors and prospectors slash there's a lot of don't follow the same career paths <laughs> they hit like, a lot of similar Plot They're both looking for veins. <laughs> hey. ah, they don't follow similar career paths like vampires and actors. Speaking of veins. Yeah. This movie. What do you think of the movie? I like it. Uh, I like what it was too. the fucking description you gave about vampires being shadows and stuff? Was that that's something from, else? No, that's from the movie that they're making in, in universe. Like in universe. I thought that would come up more and be prevalent in the story and Mm-mm, stuff. No. That's I don't like that. I mean, it's it's just lore as to why Sun kills them. Yeah, like I I was just coming in here thinking they'd be cool shadow vampires. No, that's that's for the movie Nosferatu that they were making in this movie. But he is no well, kind of. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think that this movie is a lot of fun 
entirely because of Willem Dafoe, oh, which is true of always. That's true of most video like, movies that he's in. Exactly, which is basically always the case when Willem Dafoe is in a movie. Like he he is just a delight to watch every single time, especially when he gets to be fucking weird. Do you think that's the Willem Dafoe clause to where it's like? Our movie is sinking. <laughs> we have to cast Willem Dafoe or no one's right. going to like it. We want this to actually be a success, which is why we didn't hire Nicolas Cage. <laughs> yeah. I know you meant it as like cast like an actor, but I prefer to think that you meant it like cast like a spell. We cast Willem Dafoe on this film. <laughs> I tap land and summon Willem Dafoe. <laughs> Your he movie. has flying and trample. <laughs> <laughs> Your movie gains three stars. And surf. <laughs> and surf. No, not in this movie he doesn't. He, he doesn't get surf. He's yeah, got to fly. <laughs> This is a a weird movie on a lot of levels. It is, and I almost wish that I not necessarily for the podcast, but I almost wish that I'd seen Nosferatu mm-hmm. ahead of seeing yeah. this movie because there were a lot of scenes where th- this is a movie of making a movie. making Nosferatu, right? Right. It's not but a documentary. It's, not it's, a a do- dra- yeah. it's a dramatization. Yeah, and like. They've the ma- added horror elements. The making right. of Nosferatu is the backdrop to the story they want to tell Correct. Here. Meanwhile, none of us have seen Nosferatu. Right. right. I might have. I can't remember. But it. there's a lot of scenes where, like, oh, now you're looking through the camera and you're seeing it in black and white with, like, the iris lens right. around it. And you're, you're seeing what they... You're seeing recreations of the scenes from the movie. And I think that I would have... I think there would have been value for me mm-hmm. in having already seen Nosferatu and comparing the and performances. knowing which scenes being like oh that's a scene from it or because i think there were some scenes where their first take that you're still seeing through the camera mm-hmm. is not what ends up being in nosferatu right it's later on like oh something still has to change or something still has to happen before right. we get the shot that actually happened in the movie what's going to happen here and so i think there was probably some tension that i missed out on because i'm not like expecting Hey, this scene's not right. Something should be different. What, right. should, what should be going on here? To be fair, though, I, I'm sure that when they were making this movie, they were like, all right, none of our audience has seen Nosferatu. I mean, it came out more than 100 years ago. Not more than. Well, more than 100 now, yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, more than was, 100 years ago. I was thinking ago. like when the movie, when this movie came, it came out. came out in 1922, I think. Right. Which but this movie came wild. out in 2000. So I was thinking like not 100 years from then. Sure. But yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. It is. Damn. We've been making movies for a long fucking time. Yep. It's also, it, like, the director is just a horrible bastard, yes. right? Yeah. yeah. Because we find out not very long into the movie that... He's basically he, just feeding his crew to... No, the, to, to a vampire. Well, to but Willem Dafoe. he's not... He didn't want that. He made a very specific deal. They can still shitty, (laughs) but he had a very specific dealing place. He should have known, though, that vampires are not known for honoring their deals. Like it's not like they're not like fairies, where it's like that's their whole thing is that they stick to the letter. They can't come inside unless you invite them in. I would assume he would expect it to be along the same. They make a contract. They have to hold to it. (laughs) Well, no, but also like in the lore of this movie. All he knows about vampires is like he read the book Dracula by Bram Stoker. Right. And then he went on a hunt and, and like well, he saw finding clues and paintings and no, stuff. He did see, apparently he had read a book before this book about a line of vampires. Supposed, like yeah. people that had been accused of being yeah. vampires. And he said something, something about them being like Scandinavian kings. Yeah, something like yes. that, yeah. Um, B- but that, that being said... I don't think he's like up to date on the, the lore. lore levels of vampires that we have today. Right. Right? But he's he's just he's obviously insane. Like yes. the, the director, more the, the director. The more the movie goes on, the more it becomes clear that he is just out of his he's mind. He's just a director. Yeah, I don't think it's like insanity. I think it's just 
ego where he's like i have to make the pinnacle of film i have to make my perfect movie and i found without an actual vampire it definitely wouldn't happen right i don't okay so by the end of the film when he is like watching people who are dead and continuing to direct a movie even as like his principal star is a vampire is just being destroyed by sunlight and continuing to direct after that i don't think he's that much crazier than he was 20 minutes before when he was letting a vampire eat his main actress. He is also chock-a-block full of morphine. <laughs> and, and... Yes, I don't think that was true before... The, I don't think that was untrue before the movie started either. Yeah. Well, but that's what I'm saying. I don't think it's insanity. I think that he just values making this movie over the lives of his cast and crew. It's kind of like insane. That's, that's been... Typical director. <laughs> yeah. He, I would say that he is I think that is a form insane. of psychosis. Yes. I just don't know that it is textbook insanity. I don't know sure. what you would call it. I, I don't know that it... I would say this. He is the like prototypical insane artist where like nothing matters except the the art that he's creating, but he is not behaving as a rational human being would in this scenario. He is threatening and trying to kill a vampire with his bare hands when it stops acting the way that he wants it to. I like he's how not stupid. behaving how like an ethical human being. I would. love how much of the vampire is willing to play ball with him. Like he'll be like he'll act all snotty and not like <laughs> the whole time like he couldn't kill him. He's just like, uh, I'm gonna be bitchy because you won't let me eat this guy <laughs> rather than just like Well it's it's straight up the vampire is like I just really want to eat this hot actress. Yeah. Right, this and hot my actress only my my meal ticket to getting to eat this hot actress is pretending is to act. being in this movie. Yeah. So you know what? I'm gonna play ball. I'm gonna be in this dang movie. Like right, he's this like is the most interesting thing I I've done in a makeup? thousand years. Mm-hmm. Oh here, let me. Oh sorry, let me go stand on my mark. Like he's <laughs> participating in the because. F- I guess a part of me expected it to be like when you get an animal involved in making a movie (laughs) where it's like the bear does not care that he's making a movie. Right. He's a bear. Yes. And you just have someone who's in control, who's in charge of like controlling the bear and making sure that it does what it wants. I mean, you basically, that is basically the case. That's what I expected with it. Yeah. But you can tell, you can tell Dracula what his motivation is. Sure. You can't tell a bear what his motivation is. And I I was surprised by it because, because when he's reading the newspaper Mm -hmm. or or when he's reading the contracts that he and the other guy are going over together and he's just like, Hmm. Hmm. Okay. (laughs) And and what kind of contracts are these? Right. Yeah. Yes. This this isn't what this says. Why don't you just give me an actual contract? (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. I, but I do think that it's similar in that, like, I assume with a bear, you're like holding its treats off screen to like, like get it to come the direction you want to that kind of thing he's doing that he's just doing that with the actress greta <laughs> he's just saying you have to do this and if you do you will get your bag of greta treats <laughs> what is the name of that movie with the old man it was originally jim carrey but i think uh someone else it's an old man who inherits three kids and he's trying to kill them the whole time so he can get their oh money. um the a series of unfortunate events who is mm. the main guy in there? i think he's based off of Orlok. Was, um count olaf yeah count, count olaf yeah because yeah. they look very similar yeah, yeah. except this one has hair yeah exactly um although olaf you know i think he's still got those same tufts around the ears that did that, uh orlok has nosferatu have those i don't remember those in the i don't movie. know if I they did they were very wispy and like slick back it's probably hard to see in just the you know quality of yeah. film at the time but i i'm guessing that they went with it like what is as close to the version of what he looked like as they put yeah I, I would assume that's how willem dafoe would do yeah and speaking of cinematography i really appreciated how the the camera like they as someone who has an interest in photography not so much videography they shine a light on what it takes to actually make a film Mm -hmm. and the equipment that you need 
the skilled personnel that need to be there in order to operate the equipment. And they have this old timey contraption where mm -hmm. they have to actually drop the lens in front of the camera such that it, it renders the, well, I'm pretty sure back in the old days, you only had the option of black and white. Right. But I think that they actually have a lens that gets rid of the color. I don't, I don't actually know how that old shit worked quite to that degree, <laughs> but it made for a really interesting effect while I was watching the movie. Right. I like how they use that to almost like separate, okay, here's real life in, in the world of the movie. All right, here's the scenes that we're creating that are yeah. recreated from the movie that you guys are aware exist in the real world. Right. Um, and that's, that is a cool effect to do that. And I also, I just enjoyed hearing John Malkovich di directing the film as he's doing, because you can't do that with live action movies now, because you know the, the people have to microphones yeah. picking yeah. up audio. But, exactly. But the way that it works in this movie is because these are talkie, these aren't talkies, right? Mm -hmm. They're silent era films. Yeah. And so what you've got is John Malkovich behind one camera and his like second director of photography behind another camera. Right. And they're rolling, and as is going on, John Malkovich is it. It almost feels like instead of a script, mm -hmm. there's just here's generally what happens in the scene and John Malkovich is going to direct your improvisation. Right, right? exactly. Because he's like, okay, you're walking up to the door, mm -hmm. you look around, you're scared. What you, you don't know, is this a man or is it a monster? But you need his money. So. You need his money. You have to progress. Even though you feel something inside you pulling you away, mm -hmm. something primal, you have to keep going. Yeah. And, and, is, and he's giving that kind of direction <laughs> as... Eddie Izzard is like in very, very bright <laughs> face paint. Yeah. Like just walking around being all hammy and everything. Mm -hmm. I, I appreciate that specifically for the scene where he first meets Orlock mm. and he's like walking up to him and John Malkovich is giving him direction, but it just so happens to go in line with the like genuine, exactly what he would be feeling yeah, in this moment. The genuine horror that he feels at the sight of Orlock, which Meeting is fair. Orlock like, who has like four inch long fingernails right, along yeah. many other physical features. And just like walks like a human spider. Right. Like yeah. he, is, he is terrifying. Like um, Defoe absolutely acts like an apex predator pretending to act in a film mm -hmm. and this like we could go ahead to say that our final thoughts are definitely going to circle like he's going to be the the center yeah. of that solar system yes. without a doubt yeah 100 percent. he feels like an apex predator but also not in his natural environment yes. yeah he's not prowling the way the predator does because he'll just like be walking down uh, stairs with his hands shog out by his sides mm -hmm. like it's like if you dropped a tiger in the middle of the titans football stadium <laughs> yeah. it would be the most deadly thing there mm -hmm. but also it would be very confused yeah like, it, like <laughs> but Nosferatu, like count orlock he's not scared but he's also very much like Okay, what's going on here? It, it would also be like if you somehow managed to convince that tiger that it needed to play football to get its favorite treat. Right. Like it would still be thinking about eating all of the players there, but it maybe really wants that favorite treat. We're going to give you a nice juicy steak if you carry this football into the end zone. <laughs> I'm just imagining like picking it up with its mouth like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I got a movie idea. Okay. What's the name of the guy from Fast and Furious? His character's name. Oh, Don Toretto. Toretto is his last name? Yeah. Okay, so anyway. Yeah, Do <laughs> Dom Dominic Toretto. So anyway, he's not allowed to get hurt in his contract, right? Sure, yeah. What right. if by this next movie, 
we find out that that's not because of his contract. That's because canonically... <laughs> we cannot hurt Vin Diesel. We are incapable yes, of causing because him harm. <laughs> the whole time he has been Nosferatu, and we title this one Fast and Furious, Nosferatu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. Mm-hmm. I'm down with He's that. He's already got the head. Yeah, yeah. Family. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I think that for me... This whole movie, I could, like, you could cut out every other scene except this one scene, and I would still really enjoy this as, like, a short film, but the the moment where he is, like, walking around and shows up to these two, the two, the writer and uh, the producer who are drinking, yeah, 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 and they're having this conversation about, like, what's the most glorious thing you've ever seen? Well, it was, you know, I saw a person pull the spirit matter from their mouth. Yeah, and the other person's like, I saw this hot chick naked. And they're both like, yeah, that's the better that one. That beat Tectoplasm. And yeah. then here comes Nosferatu. Mm-hmm. And, and he's like, what, what is the thing that you most long to see? Sunlight. No, no, that was earlier. Oh, that when was he later. Was tra- yeah, yeah. Yeah, this was like when they're like, we can finally ask him some vampire questions. Yeah. Because the director's not around and he's still in care. Mm. But I love the... So he implies that he knew... Like, if you take him seriously, he, yeah. he says that he knew Plato. So this guy has been around for lo- roughly, what, yeah. a thousand plus, maybe two thousand issues. No, it's even more than that because Plato's pre-Jesus. So Pre-Jesus. roughly two, two, two and a half thousand years. Somewhere crazy like that. Right. Um, and so you kind of have to wonder like, okay, it actually makes sense that he doesn't remember yeah. like how he became a vampire, why he can't. All he more. remembers was that a woman was involved. Yeah. And there's this, like he has this idea of like, I had a wooden painting of her and then I had a Marvel statuary and then I had an image in my mind and now I just don't even have that. Well, and I like that that also kind of talks to his age, mm-hmm. right? Where yeah. He had, he had like a wooden yeah. painting of him and then a marble carving mm-hmm. yeah feels very like you know if you knew plato that yeah, you know, they were doing fits. a lot of they were doing a lot of stuff with marble back then yeah exactly um and, and it, he's progressed to the point where everything from his history is just kind of faded away right yeah it, it makes me wonder if like okay does he act the way that he does and look the way that he does because he's a vampire or just because he is thousands of years old? Like, is he... Is I'm assuming the lagger. I feel like it's definitely... Like, he's just existing without... Like, what he was talking about with Dracula was like, it's been so long that he doesn't remember how to go and buy bread and cheese or yeah. how to serve wine or make a Because the, they ask him what he thought of the book. Dracula. Dracula. Book, yeah. Which, and he, he describes it as a very lonely book mm-hmm. and a very sad book. Yeah. yeah. And he, he talks about exactly what you said, Brian, where he's... He said he finds it unrealistic because the man comes to talk to Dracula mm-hmm. and Dracula has to pretend to be human to gain his trust. Right. But because how, the does book Dracula, like he, how does Dracula know this? It's been years without servants. Exactly. How does he know what bread tastes like? I mean, he hasn't fed on anything in centuries. Yeah. 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 And like in the book, Dracula has to pretend to be these various servants to like keep up the ruse of, of this entire thing that's going on. And so him putting himself like I love the idea of this vampire trying to actually put himself back in the shoes of being human again and just being completely fucking unable because it's kind of what he's doing in being this actor exactly 100 percent. like he is (laughs) there's a part in this conversation where he just snatches a bat out of midair and drinks that thing like it's a fucking capri sun and the guys there just like god he's so method and perfect like we need (laughs) you back in Mm -hmm. london or whatever yeah there's the improv scene wouldn't be the same yeah you showed up it's it's such a oh Jared fun... Leto send me more rats. <laughs> <laughs> He's just it's such a fun performance, and this particular scene is just a glimpse into a character that honestly I would like a full so- story yeah. about just that, like him. I want losing the last movie that. we watched the 
uh, what was it? The um, interview with a vampire, but yeah, with yeah. Willem Dafoe's it's, vampire. It's yeah, it's interview with a vampire, but except it's uh, except except being emo, it's actually something alien and yeah. strange and disgusting. And there could actually be, be real yeah. sadness there, like and not uncomfortably emo. ancient. Yeah, exactly. The 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 problem I think for me at least with interview with a vampire is that so much of it is geared towards feeling cool to 14 year old girls yes um because like uh underworld hadn't come out yet yeah exactly (laughs) well Uh, and and, that's cool to 14 year old boys and and the vampires in interview with the vampire like i think brad pitt's vampire is like 200 years old or something yeah exactly as opposed to something this just well no no uh who what was the the oldest vampire armand armand oh he'd have to be like he'd have to be like 300 years old because he's pre-colonial times i think um when he's first there but the thing with the thing with him is that he wasn't like pre-colonial at all he was pre like louisiana being a colony okay that's yeah, that, that may be so, but that's because he's still yeah. like he still owns a plantation in Louisiana. Well, yeah, but that, I mean that was that was a thing before like the colonies were all set up. Like that's that wasn't just like the United States started and then slavery was a thing. Slavery was a thing in the and we brought became, it to yeah. the U.S. Right. Anyway, either way, the important thing is that to me, Louis as a character does not feel like you took someone from that time period and just drug them forward in time to the 1980s. He feels like a character from the 1980s yeah. that a lady made up to pretend he, to be this cool he thing. He is also someone who presumably is still young enough to adapt, whereas the other, right. like what Armand was saying, like everyone else won't adapt anymore. Yeah. It's almost like isolating yourself in an ivory tower isn't the best idea right yeah. well or, or a dank stone crypt either. right so right. monastery isn't that what you say we found him yeah, in yeah, yeah um yeah and it makes me wonder like what prior to uh finding out that greta exists which is presumably the thing that has like drawn him out of this i have to wonder like what his life was like then i think he's just been eating ferrets or <laughs> means whatever that first scene of him mm, being given uh, like a legal polecat s long boy well like it would be really interesting to see like okay is there a village that's near enough to that monastery well, yeah because like, yeah, there's the, the villagers that are terrified they're, of they're staying with that the film crew is staying with when they first get to whatever yeah. area they're in uh when that happens they're like do not take our crosses down yeah you yes. leave those up and like they're clearly terrified so it implies that he's been eating they them. know <laughs> of nosferatu I don't and what he does i don't think he's been eating them i think they know that he, he will eat them. Eat them. Yeah. yeah. I, I think, so for me, this is very similar to the beginning of American Werewolf in London, in that we get a glimpse into another story that could have existed. In that one, it's like the village that is being terrorized mm-hmm. by an actual were- werewolf, and they seem to all know about it and aren't like, and don't do enough to like save these kids who are like, yeah, we're just backpackers. You yeah, know? right. Um, in this one, it would be fascinating to see the story of this guy who lived all of these centuries just to be encountered you know, by this stupid ass filmmaker who's so <laughs> Which, up his own ass that he's like, yeah, I'll feed you this hot chick. And I also really just am fascinated by the idea that, um, he sees up, I guess a picture of Greta yeah. and then becomes obsessed with her because she looks like the original girl, apparently. or at least reminds him yeah. enough of that. Cause he doesn't remember what she yeah. looks like, but at least something about that triggers that memory. And sure. that's why he becomes obsessed with her. Like, that's just a fascinating idea for a story. And, while I do like the movie that we get, it really does hint at a bigger, more fun yeah. story to me. You spoke a little bit of how Interview of the Vampire, Louis felt like a vampire from the 80s yeah. that 
someone just wrote to extremely. Pretend. <laughs> yeah, um, I feel a little bit of that way about John Malkovich in this movie. <laughs> yeah, no, and he's I think not part a of it is because if you've heard John Malkovich doing, I don't know if he can do some good accents, but the <laughs> movies I've seen him in where he's doing an accent are not. He's not doing a good no, accent. No, kid, that's me on his money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's that. But the crazy thing to me is that like while he's trying to do a bad accent. Carrie Elways comes in, yeah, and whatever the fuck he's doing is the worst <laughs> accent Which I've heard he? ever. Uh, Carrie Elways is the is replacement uh, director of photography that comes okay. in. Yeah, the, the guy, the guy that like, oh, you're actually a vampire and killing our lead actress. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just going to shoot you, bang, right. bang, yeah. bang, bang, and, and he was go well for him. real <laughs> confident in that. Like mm-hmm. even when he was alone, like I just gotta shoot him again. There's no, nothing bad can still happen to me at this point. Right, exactly. I <laughs> he's so skinny. I must have missed all his organs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they just move out of the way inside Ugh. of him. But yeah, no, I Carrie Elway's accent is I am let me put it this way. I am bad at accents. Like mm-hmm. really bad. Let's hear your let's hear your accent. No. I don't even what accent do you want to hear? Uh and let's let's pretend that you're trying to fill in as director of photography in this film. I do not know how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie Elways, is that you? Just goes straight to Schwarzenegger. <laughs> no, what you need is like a mix of like that level of bad accent on top of an English accent that already kind of sounds a little bit fake, but not really fake. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. the way that he talks seems like he is putting on a decent British accent <laughs> to me, even though he's actually just British. <laughs> but take that and layer that with the worst German act. Like you, you've maybe heard a German twice in your life level of bad German accent. Which is a shame because I like the rest of his acting. Oh yeah, I think the great. rest of his acting is is a strong performance in the film. Exactly. Uh, but his accent is really bad. It's but awful. I like the way that when he, because the previous director of photography has been uh, a snack for Nosferatu. <laughs> Multiple times. Uh, and for wolf. some reason he doesn't want to talk about it. Yeah. I don't know if that's part of like the curse or whatever, but he's like the first time he's like, hey, that dude fucking drank me. Do you I, think it was part of the curse or do you think he was in with the director? Whereas I like, feel like that would have come up. I like think, if that were the case. I think to my mind, what happens is he just doesn't know what's happening. Like yeah. he gets attacked, but he's already a little bit messed up Let, from or that. Or maybe that's part of how vampirism works in this movie. Because that's, even, what I, that's the even, only way I could fit. suck the memories out of it. Because even Nosferatu says, he's like, I don't remember how I became a vampire. I just knew, know that I was with this woman. And then when I woke up, she that's was gone and I'm a vampire. Hmm. That's, and a, so maybe, that's an interesting combination. Maybe whenever you get drained, it's just like your mind goes blank yeah, during that It's experience. to protect like that you're a vampire because no one remembers that you did vampire shit to them. Exactly. That's neat. I like Which that. Which they don't, they don't really explore that or touch no. on that at all. But Nosferatu at least says something that would support that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's. I was looking up some details on the behind the scenes, and there's a section of the Wikipedia set that says these actors and actresses did not actually die in real life. <laughs> which I'm like, fucking duh, yeah. yeah. But yeah. Um, I did one thing I do want to point out is apparently, so this movie per, uh, portrays F. W. Murnau as like just an asshole and a dictator, and like literally the, dir- the director of the film. Yes, literally John feeding John, people yeah. to to uh, a, 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 dra- a a vampire. Sure. Um, but apparently, <laughs> it goes out of its way to be like, in reality, Murnau was known for being for a rare sensitivity. So apparently, <laughs> Murnau was actually just a pretty cool guy. Well, not I mean, a crazy. You've got. Nice. He, yeah. I'm glad we got to piss on his legacy. <laughs> Any movie has to dramatize everything to make it a yeah. good because. 
people aren't that interesting in real life as I a mean, movie. I'm sure that you could make an like, interesting movie. This, this is theater we're talking about here. Well, okay, I'm, theater people are pretty interesting, but they're also assholes, and this guy's not, so it's weird. Mm. Well, man, it just doesn't in, work for this movie if that's... like. It yeah. would be interesting to do a version of this where it's not like he has just deluded himself into thinking this is okay for art, but where where like this vampire is taking advantage of him. Like Maybe the that vampire cool. presents himself as like, yes, I'm an actor, I'm a method actor, come meet me in See, this I'm, monastery. I've got an issue with that in that at no point count warlock nosferatu whatever we're, sure. ca- we're calling him i don't think that he has any of the like vampire seducing powers true because you look at him and you're like that man is seducing nothing yeah it would be interesting to see them kind of portray that to see like because it's not clear what exact powers he has and he, what exact he, he did also mention that like he does not remember that he ever had the power to create other vampires or yeah. that mm-hmm. he's too old to do it. I would really want to ask him, okay, you existed before Jesus. Mm-hmm. Was it weird the first time a cross like came up in front of you and you were just like, <laughs> ah, yeah. fuck this. Ah! I'm assuming it, it was just like there were other symbols that also fucked him up and Jesus was just, just a new. What if he had a bunch of crosses up in his house just because he liked the shape and then all of a sudden they turned holy? What if he had a bunch like, of them? Oh, fuck! He was like, I used to eat from these all the time. There were delicious people on them. Right. It was right. like Roman <laughs> snacks. Oh, gosh. No, when you said eat from them, I thought you meant like, As a oh, tool. Yeah, Mom, my wonderful that. T-shaped fork. I think you could use that for like noodles. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> that would be a terrible. An entire bowl of spaghetti wrapped around some sticks. <laughs> it's got a great pivot point. <laughs> uh, the, the final scene of the movie where in universe they are filming when Nosferatu, uh, he's Orlock, yeah, or when Orlock has, uh, he's like laying down with the main actress. Yeah. I don't know what her name is supposed Greta. to be Greta. with yeah. Greta, and and he, the scene direction that John Malkovich gives is that you're making the ultimate sacrifice for love. Yeah, uh, you are seducing this vampire. Mm-hmm. You're tempting him to come in. Right, direction and, to Greta specifically. Yeah. yeah, and then after he is fed and he's basically fat and happy on blood, you stake him through the heart. Yeah. Um, this scene is <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> yeah, yep. because they start the scene and then when well, she realizes well, that well, he's an Orlock, actual monster, Count Orlock walks over to like start doing the acting in the scene. Yeah. He doesn't show up in the mirror and she freaks the fuck out because she's like, oh, he like she's already on edge because he's being weird and creepy because Count Orlock throughout the whole movie has the general vibe. Of, it's like a combination of of an ancient 3000 year old vampire who hasn't been around humans in a while and like the social ineptitude of someone who locks themselves <laughs> in the basement. It's, it's a lot of that. But like, I think also there is an instinctual level of like, it, like you did the tiger analogy earlier of like yeah. dropping that in a situation. If that happened, if a tiger walked in the room right now, all of our attention would just instantly snap to that tiger. Yes. And we would have a lot of instinctual fear. There's that on top of all of that, but they don't necessarily know why. Well, there's and also she figures that, out why pretty quickly. That thing where like, just a scene before this, the director was on morphine. Two of the dudes came in there, yeah, and he comes clean yeah. about, like, I made a deal with them to, like, make this movie, but I have to give them Greg. And, like, 
no one is like, oh man, we can't do this. They're just like, all right, let's take up the fucking scene. Man, that that really sucks that you did that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because it just cuts oh well, like, the show must go on. Right. <laughs> Gotta get these lights set up for this fucked up scene we're about to do. Right. Yeah, and they they apparently had like a weird switch to like pull the sun out for this scene that Nurse Ferratu figured out earlier, and is like, I'm going to cut this so I don't have to deal with this. I think that was the idea. Is like that's what they were hoping to do. Yeah. To, and then after that, they were just like, well, we just gotta keep delaying well, him somehow. Yeah. Well, he definitely. It was like that, right? But meanwhile, Murnau is like, no, just keep yeah, rolling. This right. he, did, he was the one that made his charisma check. That's like anything beyond the lens doesn't exist. And he's like, I mean, just keep recording. I guess I'm I'm pretty full with these guys, yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, Greta freaks the fuck out when she sees that Orlock is not showing up in the mirror, mm-hmm. and the crew's response again. The crew who has had a discussion with the director yes. that, hey, he's an actual vampire. I am planning to feed Greta and to him. And that's why she has this feeling of like, why is everyone acting like someone died when she came in? And everyone <laughs> yeah. won't like make eye contact with her and gave yeah, her her yeah. last cigarette and shit. <laughs> but, but then the rest of the crew, when she starts freaking out, they come over and they restrain her. And then they shove her arm full of morphine. morphine. To calm her down enough to be preyed upon. Yep. And Which this time is. doesn't make her like weird giggling orgasmy like it did when we saw her on it earlier. I'm guessing well, that was a different drug. When you're high on morphine and you're whacking it, you get giggly. When you're high on morphine and, and you're there's afraid a vamp- you're going to die. Yeah, you tend to get a little morose, I think. <laughs> I think it depends on the age of the vampire. Do you, <laughs> do you think being full of uh, morphine changes the flavor? Absolutely. Oh, he absolutely. Yes. That's why he slept with his eyes open after feeding on it. Oh, yeah, he got okay. hot. Yeah, that makes sense. I'll go along with that. I I could see that just being his thought, weird. You thought he just got the itis? Yeah. He's like, mm, that was some good blood. Yeah. yeah. Or I thought that's how he sleeps. It, it just might sleeps be the first person he's bet on in like a few hundred years. Well, well maybe he just got vampire itis. Yeah. Except for the rest of the crew that he's been snacking on. Right? Yeah. I suppose that's true. Yeah, he does. Eat, well, he, he does, does sleep with his person. eyes open, right? Because yeah. in the coffin that, that we find him in earlier in the movie, he's got his eyes open the whole time. Exactly. But we don't know but if I, that was him acting or if he was just doing that because... I think I think that he gets drugged by the morphine. sucking the drugged blood yeah. out that of was, Greta. Maybe that was their plan. Is they were like, okay, let's morphine her up, and then hopefully we can like keep Wipe him asleep. The sun out. Also, yeah. I, I know he's a vampire and he's killing people and he's a bad guy. But damn, does he really go full on groper and get a whole ass handful of titty while he's sucking yeah. her blood? <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah. He is going for it. So, if I ever make a plan to kill a vampire, that involves like gigging the sun on him i'm not going to lock it behind a stone door that can only be lifted by a fucking chain or like three dudes on the other side it's <laughs> just some regular ass doors and windows maybe the maybe like, that was the like, only way he oh would the agree scene's to it. over i'm gonna uh, use the gun that i have on me to shoot the window out something anything yeah. but yeah no uh the this entire last scene i think part of the problem is that it's not super clear to me how involved the the new director of photography guy and the producer were in the decisions that led to this final situation like where they're like going along with it instead of stopping it yeah exactly like it's it's just not clear to me like were they just being cowardly and doing that were they greedy and wanted to get the film done i don't think that was i think it was like either they think they are going to die otherwise except for murnau i think murnau is purely in it for the movie yeah no murnau makes sense no but because they do have a little conversation and and i agree that this conversation does not fully sell me on it but after they've talked to the director and he's confessed everything about hey here's what's going on i've made the contract with this vampire right (laughs) on drunk basically drunk on morphine yes yes (laughs) afterwards they step outside his room and they talk about it and 
uh, Carrie Elway's the second director of photography. He's he essentially says, "Look, we're trapped on this island. Yeah, um, the plane has no fuel. Um, we can't leave. Yeah. So our only option is to keep things rolling. Yeah. And I don't understand why, because I I feel like there'd be some instinct to okay, we're gonna try and fight it and stop it and kill it yes. and do yeah. whatever, but." They at least say their ju- their reasons for continuing are that they are trapped there and can't escape. Right. I don't know why it justifies it. I do. I if there had just been a scene where they explicitly said our plan is let's cause this. You know, we'll let the scene go and try to get him to be knocked out for long enough that we can pull the the sheet on the window and kill him that way. And maybe there was because about halfway through the movie, the subtitles. Crapped that out. we were yeah. reading to understand this very poor German accents. Uh, <laughs> Thing whispered tone. Yeah, yeah they ju- the subtitles just crapped out. And so now we're very, we're having a very difficult time trying to like understand. Okay, what is it that you are saying? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it, it became much more difficult. There were several scenes that I understand what happened because of the context and kind of and yeah. what's implied getting there mo- mm. most of the line i'm getting the gist but as far as like the actual conversation and information that was shared between characters i i missed out there was on one thing i i specifically didn't understand was when he was in his coffin talking to the new uh, uh director of photography photography director yeah yeah and uh, there he's getting pissy with him because he doesn't like the way he talks to him. But then, like all of a sudden, you hear uh, the uh, Murdao or Murnau Murnau say something about four, and then like Nurse Ferratu sits up and is like four, and I, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck. I don't know if he meant it was four a.m. and the sun was rising. So he's like, he's got to get out of there or what? Yeah, I don't. I don't. I, know I also have no idea. Yeah. I think that's a good interpretation of the scene, but I've got no clue. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was unfortunate that apparently nowhere is streaming this on online right now. I I looked it up on like the where well, it's streaming now thing, and it's just like this is unavailable in your area. So, so we watched a like bootleg copy on, on YouTube, YouTube. I mean, it was that had been very heavily compressed. Yes, it wasn't it nearly as bad. bad as like uh, it was Warriors of Virtue. Oh, like Lord. we could see. Yeah. We, you were it was there. like a crisp 420. Right. It wasn't like 150. <laughs> you weren't there for that one, Caleb. That was a disaster. Warriors of Virtue is a like shitty movie to begin it with. It's like TMNT, but with kangaroo, uh, kangaroo instead of turtle It was man. one of my favorite nice. movies as a kid. It and came it's on filmed like on a turnip. <laughs> no, it was filmed just fine. We just apparently didn't save it, and everyone's been copying on their Game Boy since then. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was printed, recorded on a the, Game Boy Color. Yeah, they used the Game Boy printer to print off frame by frame. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they did. Terrible. Uh, have you guys actually seen, uh, what, what are they called, pre-rendered or what, something like that, like scenes like that on a Game Boy Advance? No. They could actually look really nice on there. Like really? You could watch like anime on there. Okay. Interesting. Okay, so it definitely wasn't filmed on a Game Boy then. No, I mean... It, it looked about that quality, I'd right. say. <laughs> That's it wasn't an insult like to HD the Game Boys, anime. it turns out. <laughs> uh, this movie's fun. Um, I think my favorite part of it is Willem Dafoe. Uh, I mean, come on. What? Come on. <laughs> what do you mean? A little on, bit I more... get to go first, so <laughs> I get to say it. <laughs> I don't have a beef with you saying it. Just be more specific, because obviously we're all digging from the same <laughs> fine, vein. Fine, fine. <laughs> His acting. Drinking from oh, the same man. vein. <laughs> um, I don't know. I like how just... I feel like he knew it was very over the top, mm-hmm. and he just doubled and tripled down. So I mean, when has like, Willem Dafoe ever been subtle? <laughs> <laughs> he, he can do subtle. He just imagine him in like there. a rom com. I believe it. Yeah, as like the guy that gets dumped for the other guy. 
and then yeah. turns into a murderous psychopath and kills the entire like, cast. Maybe that would be a good idea. A William Defoe month of just explore Ooh, his filmography. Oh, yeah. we got to watch the one where he had to have a penis double. <laughs> you know that story. Isn't it Everyone his penis was too story. big or something? Yes, yes his it, penis it, was too big. And like so people they gave him would a not buy it. They thought like he had fake penis. <laughs> they, I've seen it too. I've seen it. His real penis yes, or the fake off, one? It is off-putting. Like, it just... It's like when you like go into character and you're like, oh, this slider goes further than it should. <laughs> <laughs> it it was fully flaccid in the in the shot that I saw. That is the part. That, that is the and weird part. Because normally flaccid changes shape quite a bit. And his doesn't. His just Well, deflates. no, I think his might. I think his flaccid, like, clearly it grows beyond where he, oh, where yeah, he exists flaccidly. Think of an erect penis. Yeah, but oh, you just, oh, hold on. Oh, okay, I'm thinking I know of it's one. pretty hard. But just... Yeah. Pretend yeah. like it's there's no bone in there. It doesn't shrink. It just gets soft. That is what his penis looks like. It is just a soft, erect penis. Th- that's what his unerect penis looks yes. like. Yes. You, I've never except, seen erect, so maybe it in, doesn't. In, in the shot that I've seen, he's doing a little dance with it, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You've seen that oh, one? Oh, that's fake. That's the fake one? Yeah, that's just CG. Oh, interesting. Okay, then I, I might not have seen. I think that came Deepfakes, out man. It's crazy, though. I'm, I'm going to have to change well my favorite Deep thing. Play. My favorite <laughs> thing can no longer be William Defoe's penis. Uh, but let have... us know on the Discord if you want to see a William Defoe month. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, say, let us know if you want to see William Defoe's dick. <laughs> put your Google in night mode. What? You heathen. Oh, you can put Google in night mode? Put just about everything in night mode. We're daywalkers. I'm like you, Brian. <laughs> I mean, I put most everything in in night mode. What? Like night it's mode just is better on the eyes. Yeah. It looks good. Yeah. No. Agreed. Yeah. No. I want to. I want to look directly into a flashlight and have to like decipher those <laughs> tiny scribbles. Right. On. I don't want to have to turn a light on because I, my screen's so fucking phone bright. Down. <laughs> and there's a. You don't need I your hate, phone on max I hate, brightness. I hate that mode to where it's like, let me turn into night mode and it looks all weird and red and shit. Like night mode just looks good. Everything looks better in night mode. Anyway, mood. safe mode off on this search, and let me find Willem Dafoe's penis. <laughs> if he's spinning around, it's not real. Okay. My favorite part of this movie is Willem Dafoe's faces. I like how he gets all goofy and big-eyed, and he'll, he'll like tilt his head really far back and look down his nose yeah. and being all weird and creepy. He and, does this weird little... And he like clacks his big old fake yeah. fingernails yeah. together. The and the mileage he gets way. out of his he lips like is crazy. He has like a Freddy Krueger thing going on with those, those it, nails. Really I'm surprised he did not murder anyone with his have nails. Have you ever had movie. false nails? No, I have not. That's just what you do. Like it just, okay. it's just, it's that just tactile thing. I just imagine like, it'd be really uncomfortable. Like when you'd hit the nail on something, and because of the the leverage, yes. you just feel it like cranking on your yes. nail bed. So that just okay. sounds really uncomfortable. It okay, is. so I am telling on myself a little bit here. Uh-huh. Uh, but as a, I, I wouldn't even say teenager. I'd say preteen. Um, I did not practice good nail hygiene. Oh, you monster. Unlike most preteens. No, 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 no. I, I kept them clean. No, that's not but what I we're getting But at. I did not trim them. What about your toenails? Same thing? Uh, I got a weird thing about my toenails. I keep them very clean and trimmed. I, I can't. My, my father has horrendous toenails, and so it's it one of those you. things where I'm like, it's I grew up you seeing so. them. It wasn't even embarrassed. It was just like, I grew up seeing it, and I was like, you I never felt that. I, that looks painful, and I never want it. So I just yeah. like, I will wash my feet thoroughly. I keep them tr- clean and trimmed and everything else. I had a similar thing with my brother and crazy women, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I let my fingernails grow longer. Um, How long are we talking? Like, Not very long. Maybe like... 
don't know, how long would you say that is? Like an inch? Like, like a like the length of a normal fingernail? Long. Too yeah, fucking long. Maybe, maybe a may, no, an inch past the tip of the flesh. An inch? That far. Rick called it an Too inch. I don't know how long. far that is. I would call how that a wide? solid centimeter. How much wide are we talking? I mean, it's just the width of fingernail. It doesn't grow out this way, Brian. <laughs> oh, no, look, the white is that part. How much? Tell me when to stop. Keep going. Keep going. About there. That's too much, dog. That's way too much. I agree. Much. That is a whole nother <laughs> I said I'm like, telling that's what I'm myself It's like double it. the length of your average fingernail. I'd say that's fair. I'd say my fingernails grew to be about twice How the length old of the you? average fingernail. Like 11? 11, 12, something okay. like that. The thing about it is when they start getting longer like that, they, they also thick. start getting thicker. Yeah. What? Yes, it's but a it's thing. to reinforce them so they don't break easy. Yeah, and so where where normally I would agree if at current thickness it got that long, it would feel very painful bumping them into things because it would feel like it would put too much torque on the nail bed. Yeah. But once they get that long, they start to get thicker and yeah. you can I mean you can clack Weaponize those suckers. Them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wow. then, being the young bastard that I was, what? trimmed them into points. points? Oh, I yep. mean, you gaga. What age so were you? So that I could claw at my brother. <laughs> what age were you? 11. Like okay, 11. I missed, yeah. I missed the, the specific. No, no, it, it was preteen era. Okay. I was thinking like 15-year-old no, Josh. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I was interested in girls by that point. <laughs> right. And they would not be interested in you. I mean, some might be. Hey, girl, you ever been clawed? <laughs> you like my clack-a-lacking? Clack-a-clacking. He gets them a balloon just some, slams shut he gets him a balloon some like jinko jeans <laughs> like a, a nice trench coat he, he would have a group of girls to go after with claws as such <laughs> with period, equal you, hygiene right. <laughs> most of them from the anime rough, club get in there and yeah. scrape that out for you <laughs> <laughs> okay i'm done i'm done with the podcast i'm out and <laughs> it's been it's, it's been a good almost and in a day in a day when i had my ball sack opened, <laughs> opened that was the most uncomfortable <laughs> thing that happened to me my least favorite part of the movie is um I, I'll say the accents. Um, okay, yeah. They did take away significantly. It takes away from it. There are definitely some scenes where I'm supposed to be taking it very seriously, but it's hard to take John Malkovich seriously because of the way he's talking. Mm -hmm. And as we also said, there's several scenes where because of the shitty accents and lack of subtitles, it was I wasn't to able to... I was not really able to tell what was being said. Right. Yeah. So is that a criticism of the film or of YouTube? Well, I mean, intentionally, you're not supposed to be like, you don't, you're not supposed to require subtitles in Correct. a in a film that is made with your language. So that's on the film. Yeah, well, but you're also baby. still using the... Uh, we could have just turned it up if your baby wasn't in there. We had it we almost had it 75. Yeah, we had that's it almost all the way up. You're also using <laughs> the TV speaker. 75 is not almost 100. There's a and whole the quarter of this. I had it, the whole thing. I had it because to, we didn't go to 100. Added up to ninety, Brian. Again, it you're still using the TV speaker. It's not very high quality. The problem was not that I could not hear Your the sound words. System physically. isn't very good. It was that the words were like yeah, weird. And a higher quality speaker makes them sound less like mush. I don't think it that still is makes the their of the shitty CD. mushy fake German accents sound like <laughs> shitty fake mushy German. I didn't accents. say they were great accents. Anyway, that's my least favorite part of it. Uh, the movie's fun. Um, I'll be a bit weird. So I'll Especially give it, at the end. Yeah, I'll give it like three and a half out of five very long, clacky fingernails. Yeah. Um, I obviously am going to pick Willem Dafoe as my favorite thing, but like 
the no, Rick, you have to be more specific. You do have I to am, be more. I specific. am going to be more specific. But if I was just picking something in, like if this was a movie where we all had different opinions, I would just say him and <laughs> sure. like elaborate more. Oh, I can't el- believe you picked that. Well, why would you pick exactly? That? But I've been elaborating on you why like I love that? him. <laughs> I've been elaborating on why I love him the entire yeah. podcast, so I'll get more specific uh, in that. So there's a scene, and it's not the one that I talked about earlier, which is another one I would have picked normally, but there's a scene where it's like the first time that we're seeing uh, Count Orlock and Murnau have a like honest conversation about what's going on, and they're like in his lair where mm-hmm. he's got a sun painted on the wall just yeah, to remind him of what, what it's he like. yeah. Yeah. misses the most. And my favorite thing about this scene is that Orlock is not super scary in this scene. He comes off like a petty, whiny yeah, child. He, yeah, exactly. He he just is like, no, I do not want to. And it's like almost that level of like he's exactly what you expect of the star to be like, just also a fucking vampire. Like <laughs> yes. he's like, if, yeah. I don't vampire want to Madonna. do this scene. If he's you, not he's not whining about the temperature in his trailer. He's whining that he can't kill his co-stars. Exactly. <laughs> it's it's a mixture of like this thing is not human. It has the social skills of a thing that is not human and has mm-hmm. not, not interacted with people except to eat them in the past you know 2,000 years or whatever and on top of that you've got another person in this scene who is also a fucking crazy person (laughs) so all of that just comes together to make a really excellent scene but he specializes in handling childlike actors sure exactly but I I just really appreciated how inhuman Willem Dafoe managed to make this character feel and that's that's always the challenge I think when you make a creature that is a vampire or Mm -hmm. a werewolf or or something that's alien uh it's it's very difficult to make them not feel like a human pretending to be this thing and he does such a good job of giving it weird mannerisms and weird ways of looking at things and seeing things and acting that it all just comes together to make him genuinely feel other and that's yeah. that's very impressive to me my least favorite thing about the movie is um the mixing it's not really the mixing i i because i don't know how much of that is the the version that we watched and, and all that um it's it's much more i think my least favorite thing about it is it could be like half an hour longer and it could elaborate a little more on a lot yeah. of characters and, and a lot of scenes. And it, I think that would add to the movie rather than take away. And, you know, it's a good thing always when you are left wanting more. But in this case, I want more because it feels like it wasn't there and it should have been. So it um, leaves you wanting more. Yes. But in a sense of like, ah, not in a sense of, ah, that was a perfectly satisfying meal. I want to eat more of it, but I can't. It's much more of a like. They took my plague away while I was eating. And yeah. I still want to eat what's on that plate. Exactly. Sure. Um Overall, though, fantastic movie. Uh, mostly on the strength of Willem Dafoe, this gets four out of five hey. human spiders uh, <laughs> pretending to be actors. <laughs> Brian, uh, I was re- I, I really latched onto your description of the movie originally, so I expected there to be more like shadow vampires and mm, stuff, which yeah. they they Do they use that visually from the original movie, but. Yeah. I, I want more of that, but even in and of that, this movie is still really interesting. It's just, I want more supernatural from it rather right. than just... Because the only supernatural things he really does is be really tough, and you can't see his, Shadow, his, his reflection. reflection. Yeah. And you barely even get that. Yeah, like you get a scene of each kind of thing. But I guess, and also disappearing in sunlight. <laughs> Uh, we don't see that though. We just see yeah. the scene go white, and he's not there. But then he's not there after. Like, yeah, he, he literally disappears. After but the also, they when he, I really appreciate this moment where he he quote burns away. Mm-hmm. They show the effect 
of like you've overexposed a piece of film until and it's it like cooks. burning yeah to the point it disintegrates yeah that was a really nice touch Absolutely. i appreciate that agreed um my my favorite scene is where Willem Dafoe uh, says to Spider Man that they're not that different. They can motherfucker. Pray to me. God finish it, Spider Man. Finish it. Finish it, That's <laughs> 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 that's just good, Willem Dafoe. Bring me the man who gives the picture of Spider Man. Wait, that's not Willem Dafoe. Yeah. Wait, yeah. is that he's, Willem Dafoe? Oh yeah, yeah. that's Willem Dafoe talking to. Yeah. Jonah Jameson. J Jonah, J Jonah, J Jonah. J J J J J J J J J Jameson. My 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 favorite scene in this is when he has been being a noggy vampire and Murnau finally has had enough and like like he's going to like choke him up against the table and then like it just flips a switch inside Nosferatu and he just smiles and leans up like you're not knocking me down because you're knocking me down that was a gift to you and now we're done with that game I also like that he doesn't retaliate no he's just just like I'm enjoying you feeling powerless you need to realize you are in my ball game and this whole time you have been in my ball game he sits up like that's my fetish that you're choking me (laughs) thank you Uh, as I said my least favorite was I want more supernatural shit from sure. what I expect, which that's on me because I, I, I believe the breakdown that Rick gave initially. And that was probably like the IMDB or something. It, right? it was, it was a combination of like talking about the original film and this and not uh, clearing up, which was which. Okay. But uh, overall, good Willem Dafoe. All right. Murdow. And I don't really care about it. Well, who is the other guy? Is that the princess bride guy? Yeah. yeah. Carry yeah, yeah, yeah. Ellis. He's also good. I would have liked more of him. They, they didn't have to kill, Wolf, just yeah. have him be here the whole time. Sure, sure, yeah. sure, sure. Um, three out of five. Uh, only vampires with rabbit teeth. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to start by saying my least favorite part was what they did with Wolf, just because I found it to be confusing. Yes. What like, Wolf was the original yes. director photographer. of photography that Carrie always came in to replace. Right after Nosferatu nibbled on him a few too many times right. right and the film hasn't proceeded to the point that it was easy to put that together and his character is confusing because here he is acting lethargic and like you find him laying on the ground and he's like looking out of windows with this stark look on his face yeah and the guy just doesn't seem like he has a single cell of self-preservation in his body (laughs) if that's what's going on here yeah Yeah. he winds up getting like shuttled into a car he's out of this whole ordeal which he might be relieved by but he's also could be dead he's also on the cusp of death dead and even having seen the film through, it still is rather confusing for me. So that is a weak detail, but it's for sure a minor plot point. Okay. Yeah. The best part of this movie is, of course, William Defoe's performance. In particular, the moment that I got a lot out of. Like, is you go into this movie, like you're expecting it's going to be some sort of a creature feature, kind of like yeah. Brian was talking about. And instead, you get a lot of denial there. And instead, there is a whole lot of depth there if you want to stick around for it. Particularly the scene where Defoe's character is sitting down with the, the two other guys and they're like drinking from uh, 
it's not vodka. What are they called? Schnapps. 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 They're drinking from schnapps and he grabs the bat out of the air and he's mm-hmm. talking about like the good old days and yeah. how like Dracula, like 400 years old, he wouldn't know how to make food anymore. That was really enjoyable for I me. I really like that scene too. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Stand out for the movie. And uh, John Malkovich's character was really uncomfortable, but I think it was well written because it was consistently entertaining and kept me wondering what the hell is going to happen in the next scene. Yeah. How is this whole thing going to resolve itself? Yeah. Yeah. So I got, I had a lot of fun with this and I would dare say I'd even see it again at some point. Okay. Hmm. Would I've, you want to watch the original Nosferatu before you saw it again? I think I would want to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, that prequisite makes me a little less willing to see this again. <laughs> But, you know, at some point, I'd be down for it. With all that being said, I'm going to give it uh, four out of five empty mm. fuel tanks. Nice. I'm, I was, I'm curious what the, uh, what the runtime is on the original. 63 minutes to 94 minutes, depending on version and transfer speed. What, transfer what do you mean speed? transfer speed? I'm reading what it says on the Wikipedia. What? I'm, Maybe I, the playback, like the speed at which it's like played. Right. I don't know. Yeah, 24 versus 30 frames per second or something. Yeah, something like that. I, I guess. guess. Maybe stuff like that doesn't really matter anymore when you don't have an audio track. Could be. That's yeah. true. As long as long as the like boxes of oh no, don't eat me, Nosferatu are like, up there long enough. Did they have that in that, or was it purely like you're trying to put together what is going no, it, on? There's, there's dialogue. Okay. But yeah, I I wasn't sure. Either way, uh, if you enjoy this episode and want to hear more, you can find more of our episodes on our website, opinionatedpodcast.com. Additionally, we're on social media at OpinionCast on Twitter and OpinionatedPodcast on Facebook. Feel free to reach out to us at our email address, opinionatedmoviereviews at gmail.com. We always love hearing from you guys, whether it's your thoughts on our episodes or suggestions for what we should watch for our listener request month, which is going to be coming up sometime in the next four months. I was going to say, it's February. It's not anywhere (laughs) near. Get your request in now. (laughs) Yeah. If you get a chance, please leave us a rating and follow us on Spotify. Between that and you sharing us with your friends, it's the best way we have of getting out to new listeners. We always appreciate you guys listening. And until next time, we're opinionated. Thanks for listening. Phone. Oh God! My long game has paid off at last. Just don't check. You've the never asked roll. before. You could probably make a much shorter game. <laughs> I can only imagine what Brian's meme collection looks like with the shit he shares on the Discord. <laughs> How not much bad. porn is in your saved fo- in your saved photos? None. Really? Okay. I'm not a saved porn kind of your guy. Mic on? Or are you just not talking into it like a scrub? I don't know. Talk I, into it. I don't know where the talk into your mind. Talk, talk it, talk it, talk it, talk it, talk it. These don't have switches. I was, <laughs> I was making a joke at your expense because despite doing this for twenty years, it feels like <laughs> you were not talking into the microphone. We've not quite been here twenty years. Maybe fifteen. <laughs> it's close to ten. Almost ten. Yeah.
That's a while. That's a while to have done this. Mm-hmm. For the longest time. You farted? longest way. I am. You farted? I farted. No, I thought it sounded over there. No. I own up to my farts. No pork for this boy today. Yeah. Rick, we'll instead of yawning, I thought you were just like savoring in ecstasy <laughs> the fragrance of the flashlight. Oh, my fart. <laughs> your, right. your head was leaning back. Only, your mouth was open. I can only smell my farts when they're really bad. Like, my sense of smell just isn't <laughs> isn't that strong, and so most of the time I just don't pick it up. Mine's not either. Honestly. I have to ask, because early, like when we were inside before we came out here to record, mm-hmm. um, you were sitting on your little pillow. Yeah. And now that we're in here, I, I mean, the chairs that we have for... Sitting on while doing the podcast are not uncomfortable chairs, but yeah. they're not like provide a lot of cushion chairs. That's fair. How are your nuts feeling? <laughs> uh, well, they are not. They're P- sore, particularly like maybe one to two grams lighter. Yeah, about that. Yeah, I'd say like that. a section of vast deferens <laughs> lighter. Well, they're lighter, but they feel like significantly larger. <laughs> <laughs> Swollen. Yes. Did they did they do the center hole or did they do the two sides? I have holes? no idea. I was what? I was chewing on that that laughing gas they gave me like. You did laughing gas. I did laughing gas. What's wrong with doing laughing gas? I was, I was, I was uncomfortable with the entire idea, and yeah. so I felt a lot better. And Robin was like, "No, you should do the laughing gas. Like, go ahead and do it." it well, that's just because laughing gas is fun, and Robin's like, "Yeah, get, get high, Rick." <laughs> hey, yeah. I would. I mean, it did not take a lot of encouragement for me to go. I don't really want to experience this vasectomy as much as possible, so there, I just kind of was like, "Yeah, let's do that." Brian, to answer your question, there's nothing wrong with laughing gas, but it's like, oh, I hurt my arm and I need stitches. Should I have like a to- a topical pain reliever, like maybe a little shot of pain relief, or should I like? Yeah, get myself they, high to avoid <laughs> noticing that they're stitching me up yes but get when they're stitching high, up your ball obviously. sack or burning it in this case it's you know, not a big deal it's not I, a big deal I, it, it's enough of a big deal to me that I was like just I got, want this Rick the, you just got a nut up <laughs> <laughs> he can't okay can't they took them away <laughs> no uh, so when they when they initially laid me down for that the nurse is getting that all set up and she hands me the little like tube that you breathe it through and so I the I, tube that you yeah they don't so they put a mask on on it there's just like a little thing that you grab and like why you have, don't, to, you have to insert it down uh your windpipe. <laughs> yeah. why don't you, you don't just actually. wear a mask they don't give you a ma- i think it's just it's more trouble to do that they can mm-hmm. just kind of give you a thing that's sort of like um have you ever seen the <laughs> they just here huff this <laughs> yeah it's basically that it's, it's like the gas not it's come like, out if you like give it a rhythmic motion i think they just don't want to give you too much i think they want to like one i think they like if you have to do it yourself they probably save on how much people actually use and two it's more of a like oh as you need it you 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 know inhale more mm. and but as opposed the thing to is, like you're wearing a mask breathing it in constantly it's just like yeah here. but they cug it with like oxygen and stuff well speaking of that initially the oxygen was not like working when they put it in there and so i had took like so two you went bi- from like zero to ten on the high <laughs> yeah, scale i did very fast i went from so i'm so i'm watching as this, intended i'm watching a silly youtube video to distract myself sure, and sure. it's a funny one so i'm watching that and she gives me enough that i can taste it when it comes <laughs> through <laughs> and so i start like giggling and it's making all kinds of noises and i'm just like okay whatever and just start 
keep chugging more. And she's like, uh, I don't think it's supposed to do that. I think the I think the laughing gas isn't full. And I'm like, nope, that shit's right no, there. No, fine. That shit, that shit is good. Like, Rick, you're supposed to breathe it in through this hose. You're not supposed to just put your lips on the canister and twist the knob. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's what I was basically doing when, when I was initially doing it. So, yeah, they did that. And then the, now, uh, another question. I have. So mm-hmm. the two of us being the vasectomy boys. Right. At the and table. we went to the same person to do we it. Did. So a doctor who has a dick themed name. <laughs> Dr. Fan- Johnson. Yeah. Which is a fantastic did name. Did it take two John? hours like it did Josh? No, it did not. It was a very quick in and out procedure. <laughs> Yeah, what I happened? got the lucky you end of that. You got a weak scrote. My yeah. strong scrote put up a fight. <laughs> my, my, You're not taking me my, away. My scrote was busy on the laughing gas. Going, <laughs> this Fair. is hilarious. Oh, God, what are you doing to me? My, my question, because <clears throat> I... So I groomed myself prior sure. to going. Yeah. But... Normally, when I groom, I'm like, I'll give it like a real nice buzz, mm-hmm. but I'm not doing like Josh baby Manscaped skins isn't our sponsor right? anymore. Correct. <laughs> I and I, I did and, wear my Manscaped underwear to this. I thought it was appropriate. I, and I don't do like baby skin smooth, so sure. I'll give it a nice buzz. Yeah. Everything will be tidy, but mm-hmm. not like smooth. Right. And I thought that was good enough. And right. when I went, the nurse was like, "Nope, gotta be smooth." And so she just grabbed my junk and started shaving. <laughs> wow. I, and I'm like, oh, okay. So she goes in between balls and shaft like where do they go in at any anywhere that they needed to make an incision or do some part of the you, surgery you have to go yes. up according to what he told me i had to go up above the penis a little bit yes. so like you had to kind of not necessarily get rid of every single thing but had you, you might as well at that had point, you groomed yourself appropriately or did they have to do some additional because that was a very awkward experience i i suddenly be thrust did you gig a boner i did not it was the the nerves were too much there was there that, was like not not only the nerves of there's a stranger just doing this all of a sudden, but also the like I'm about to have my nuts sliced yeah. into nerves. Also having my dick taped up on the front yeah, of my they, belly they, is not uh, super erotic. You lay back <laughs> and they they just flop your dick upwards and then tape it to your d- belly. Yeah. Which you didn't try and get a boner to see if you could break through the tape. <laughs> she like these cow- you, the, the, I can break these cuffs. You, you would have enough badges to train me. <laughs> the other thing is that she did not tell me that she was going to do this. It was yep. just a like oh oh okay you're just I would have just I been going. Tape. Uh, I saw her put the tape out, and I was like, "I wonder what that's for." And then later, yeah, it was just like, "Oh, you taped me, okay." Um, but you were groomed appropriately. Yes, I, even your belly. I tend, I tend to, well, not belly. Like, well, I was gonna say, didn't they tape you? Like, when you get oh, hair no, no. on where they tape, if they did, it, you it trimmed your happy trail a little bit as well. I did not. I, I just didn't notice. I guess she like got enough oh, yeah. to an area where it wasn't sure. a big deal. Sure, sure, sure. Um, but yeah, the, no, like, I shaft is right I tend over to be the happy trail area. Right. I tend to be pretty well groomed to begin with okay. on the lower okay. end of that. Sure. It was just like going up, a, giving it the rest of the haircut that okay, it mattered. Okay, okay. Um, but yeah, no, I, I had heard your story. And so I went ahead and like, I used my manscape trimmer <laughs> to, nice. to trim it up. And then I used the, <laughs> the razor that I used for my face to get the rest of it to a nice smooth texture because I didn't good, want good. I didn't want anyone else having to do extra work on my behalf. It's it's weird because because the like oh we're gonna tape this up feels mm-hmm. like it's a normal part of the procedure. Sure, having someone who's not like. Like, it's not a nurse's job to do bikini waxes regularly, <laughs> right? right? Yes. Someone who's well, working at a spa and, and like, it's part of their job to regularly groom people. Yes. And I'm for sure a it's nurse, a part of their job when they 
deal with penises and shit all the time. Like it seems but it like feels a common. Weird. They're it not feels doing weird it for, for someone to be like, yeah. I take your temperature, I take your blood pressure, I shave your dick. <laughs> yeah, like it yeah. feels weird for that order of events and to be. You would what expect. Happens. You would expect with like a bikini wax or something like that to be a certain level of like, okay, we're doing this, we're doing mm-hmm. that. Like yeah. this is intended to do. This is for aesthetics. This is not for like getting shit done. Is and you don't really want someone with a, a razor to your junk to do it with a business like manner. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Correct. 